today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It's an interesting uh, irony. That, uh, you, you've got a, a prime minister right now that has flip-flop on what some people consider to be a major campaign promise, uh, that about electoral reform. And you've got a premier here in the province of Ontario that people wish would flip-flop on her issue about selling off hydro. Anyway, we'll talk about the hydro issue a little bit later on. But let's let's get into this this idea about the, the electoral reform. Now, you may remember that uh, they, they really kind of dragged their heels on this. Uh, Justin Trudeau, in the last federal election, said that would be the last election that we use this first-past-the-post, the current system that we always have to, to elect our people. So there's going to be a new system in place for the next federal government. So they struck a panel in the uh, parliamentary committee, et cetera, et cetera. Long story short, after, you know, kind of running around in circles on this, uh, the, he's decided and says it's not a priority anymore. So uh, some people are shocked and, and really upset about this. And there's a couple of different levels, those that really wanted to see some kind of voter reform and those that just get sick and tired of politicians that change their minds once they get in office. Is there going to be any long-lasting fallout from this for the prime minister? Well, the issue is not going away. There's an online petition that's circulating right now that's getting an awful lot of steam that's keeping this issue alive. And is, uh, is there going to be some political pushback because of that? Let's get Richard Brennan into the conversation. Retired journalist, of course, with the Toronto Star. He's covered Queen's Park and Parliament Hill for many, many years. And uh, we uh, always uh, have him on, welcome guest here on the program. Richard, how are you doing this morning? Hi, Bill. How's it going? Good. Uh, p- politicians who flip-flop. This is not a new thing for you, is it? No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, maybe we, if you wanted a shorter list, we could talk about the ones who don't. But it, it just seems to be. Are, are we are we becoming numb to this, though, Richard? That you know, we it happens so often. We read about it. We hear about it so much that we just figure, yeah, so what? That's what they do. Yeah, in in a way, I agree with you there because it comes to be expected that that uh, parties will flip flop on certainly something during their a mandate, but. Uh, this one, this one here, you know, it, it, we have to look at, we have to step back and look at it. It wasn't a cornerstone promise. It, it certainly was a promise, no question. But it wasn't a cornerstone promise. And I'll tell you, I would bet what meager money I have left that the government did a poll, an internal, like a, a secret poll, to see what kind of pushback there would be for flip-flopping on this. And determine that you know most most Canadians really don't care about it. Is that your sense too? Oh, I, absolutely. I, I figure okay. We got fifty five thousand signatures. Okay, fifty five thousand signatures for you know many of them people would sign sign it uh, if it you know was against the Liberal government in any way. Fine, so, you know the, that's great. But the point is that it is it's not. A major issue with people. Sure, the, the you know the pointy-headed academics, and I know they'll resent that. But the pointy-headed academics and others, this is like a religion for them that they they have to change. They have to change the way the government or the voting's done, so more parties get a bigger profile, and that's and that's what they want. And I'm not I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm just saying that's exactly what they want. And most people, you know, are content. I'm not saying happy, but they're certainly content with first past the post. Well, and that's the sense I got. I mean, we've talked about this ever since he made the promise back in that election campaign. We've done numerous segments about this. And and, and I know it's not scientific either, Richard, but I mean, when, you know, we open up the lines and say, what do you people think? Uh, 
the ones that seem to be supportive of this are, as you say, uh, the ones that would benefit from it. So, in other words, usually NDP supporters or Green Party supporters that, that feel as if they're getting a raw deal because they're not getting as many people elected to public office as they'd like to see. And they well, look at this as an opportunity that, for... Well, that's that's the point, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I mean, let's face it. Uh, you know, they're, they're all big proponents of, uh, you know, uh, proportional representation, you know, which which in which seats are allotted in a proportion to the national popular vote, which means, you know, that could result in smaller parties getting, you know, uh, getting representation. And, and that's, what, that's what the Green Party and NDP want, is that they want, they want more votes, they want more people, or I should say more MPs in, in the Parliament, so they can have a greater vo- vo- voice, sorry, I can't talk this morning, voice, on what happens at Parliament. And that's, you know, and again, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what it is. But the point is, if these parties are, you know, it seems like that's an easy way to get more representation in Parliament without working that hard for it. And I know they're going to bristle at that, but that's, you know, that's what a lot of people think, that this is just geared to make it easier, an easier way for them to have a greater say. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.